Good afternoon. I'm Daniel Guest, and welcome to the Imagine Golf Podcast, brought to you by Imagine Golf and PXG. You can go to our site, imaginegolf.com, to see all of our offerings, including our free drills, our practice plans, our golf ebooks and videos. I just posted another ebook up there today. Or to book a lesson with me at our state-of-the-art studio right outside of Philadelphia, or virtually through our uh, partner, golfliveapp.com. And you can sign up for our free tips and videos that go out once a week, every week, by simply dropping us your email. Hey, look, um, we are almost two full months into the uh, PGA season, if you would, the tour, right? And I think we're in trouble. <laughs> Yo, I, uh, I I record all all things golf, right? My uh, my DVR probably has uh, you know eighty percent of it. No, I wouldn't say that. Probably seventy percent of the 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 storage on my DVR is uh, golf. Probably twenty five percent is hockey. And the rest is uh, some other show my wife and I are watching. So, um, and, and Wheeler Dealers, I forgot about that. So, um, but that's it, right? I mean, I watch a ton of golf. Whenever I'm working at night, uh, I always have golf in the background. Um, when I have some downtime, I'm catching up on golf. I, I'm a big golf fan, right? I'm a, I don't want to say I'm a student of the game, but I'm a student of the game, right? Um, I like to watch golf and I, I, I watch all golf. I watch the PGA tour. I watch the live tour. I watch the LPGA tour. I watch the DP world tour. Um, I watch the collegiate amateurs. Um, I, I just like to watch golf. Right. And, uh, man, after this weekend, I, I couldn't help myself. I, I turned to my wife and I said, man, this is not good for the PGA tour. Right. And, and, and we're going to get to the, the uh, waste management open in a minute here, but um, l- let's just take a look at the year, right? The year in golf first and foremost, right? So you have what I think the start this year was um, the tournament of champions that used to be a big giant tournament. And sure enough, lots of champions by de- definition were in this, right? A guy by the name of Chris Kirk won, right? Most of you probably never heard of him. And that's a great story, right? I mean, he's coming back for some some demons, if you would. Um, so that, uh, you know, give him props for that. But uh, no one's tuning in to watch Chris Kirk win the Tournament of Champions. I guarantee that. And no one even remembers his name two or three year, two or three weeks, much less two or three years later. And then you have the Sony, another tournament um, that, um, you know, big sponsorship, lots of pro-ams and all that. Grayson Murray won that tournament. <laughs> Grayson Murray. And then you have uh, the American Express, possibly the biggest of the three as far as like uh, sponsorship venues and tents and all that stuff. Just a huge production, right? Huge production. And uh, another good story, right? Amateur, uh, Nick Dunlap wins it, right? Uh, college golfer, right? So, uh, but no one's tuning in to see him play, right? Um, and I think what was next? I'm doing this off the top. Oh, Farmers, the Farmers Insurance. Oh, Matthew Paven won that. And I guarantee you don't know him. I, I didn't say Matthew Perry, right? Who, who's not with us anymore. I said Matthew Paven, right? And no one knows him. And then um, then you had the Pebble Beach tournament, the, the AT&T tournament. Again, you know, used to be star-filled, right? Star-filled, not only star-filled with like celebrities and, and corporate America, you know, highfalutins, if you would, but every important golfer, at least in the top 10 were there, right? Much less the top 25. And you get Wyndham Clark to win it, right? I, I like Wyndham Clark, right? And he's a and by the way, all these guys are really good golfers, right? They just don't have the star power that you expect when you tune in, especially on Friday and Saturday, right? 
to uh, to garner some ratings. And the ratings for the PGA are down significantly, right? So, uh, and then, you know, you know, today um, is the day after, it's Monday, uh, after the waste management. And you have uh, Nick Taylor, who uh, won in a playoff. And the, while the playoff was cool and getting to the end was cool, um, you know, I could do a whole podcast on the waste management, man. I, I got to tell you, I, I think it's over the top, all right? It's the people's tournament. I get it. Um, I, I love the tournament. I, I love the golf course. Uh, I played there multiple times. In fact, one time I played there. Um, just a couple days after uh, the tournament, so the the stands were still there. You felt like a rock star, even though there was nobody in the stand except the people that were starting to take down the stuff. There was no one in the stands, but it was really, really cool, you know, playing in that stadium type of environment. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, even the players, some of the players are are complaining about how crazy it's getting. Now, the one <laughs> the one video that went viral, we actually put it up on our social media where. A fan is carrying another fan out, like a uh, like a military, you know, veteran, if you would, you know, leave no man behind. He's got him up around his shoulders. He's a big dude too, man. And he's walking him out because he's passed out, drunk. Uh, you know, I, I'd be hard pressed to to listen to an argument that says how that's better for golf, right? Um, the whole throwing of stuff on the on the uh, on the course, if you would, you know, on the 16th hole. And now nah, I'm not a fan, right? I love the rowdiness. I used to love just watching, you know, golfer or um, the uh, fans get on golfers' cases when they hit a poor shot. I love the pressure that it puts on golfers, and I used to love the golfers throwing hats and balls and all kinds of things into the stands. But um, it, it's it's just become an absolute um, drunk fest, if you would. So they they're going to have to reel that in. But back to my point, right? So you have all these tournaments, this wraparound schedule that we have now. Basically, there's golf on every weekend, and you are not seeing, you know, uh, a lot of good golf and you're seeing rarely, are you seeing some great golf and you know, it makes you wonder, right? It really makes you wonder, um, what's going on, uh, with the PGA, you know, it, uh, is there trouble in the ranks? Is there trouble on tour? You know, um, you know, look at the waste management as an example, right? Who showed up this week for the waste, the, uh, for the, uh, uh, waste management tournament, right? Not a lot of people, right? So, I mean, what I, f- five stars, right? You had Justin Thomas, you had uh, Scotty Scheffler, now the world's number one. I get it, right? Spieth, uh, Fowler, uh, who else? You know the the uh, the uh, guy from Ireland. Uh, so, I mean, who, who else? Right? <laughs> Matthew Fitzpatrick. Sorry about that. Look. I mean, it, it definitely wasn't a star-studded event, right? So, um, and then on top of that, right, they still don't have a deal close with the uh, with the Saudis, with the PIF, right? Um, and now they got a new partner, right? And, you know, <laughs> the, uh, what do they call it? FSG, right? Fenway Sports Group, right? They're going to invest $1.5 billion, positive, right? Possibly up to $3 billion. They're going to take 900 million of that and basically distribute it to the top, you know, 36 or 40 some players. I heard so, which is kind of like a pay me for staying kind of thing, right? And I thought that wasn't good, right? I I thought when when you take money, you know, just for the sake of taking money because it's there, you know, like the live guys did. I thought that wasn't good. Oh, and by the way, um, I thought that 54 holes wasn't good and a shortened field wasn't good, and that's exactly what the 
the AT&T was this year. Pebble Beach was. 54 uh, holes. Now it's short due to weather, but they still give Wendell, uh, Wendell Clark um, the trophy, if you would, right? <laughs> and um, he gets, I think he got, what, 71 points? World ranking points? I mean, come on, man. All right? I mean, just the, the hypocrisy um, and the flip-flopping um, is just, it's just crazy. I, I don't know how anyone with a straight face can say that here we are, February 12th, that the PGA um, is in top command of, of their venues and of their, their uh, craft, if you would, and their product, I should say. It, there's just no way, man. You just cannot make that argument. Right. It's, it's just, it's impossible. You can say that you don't like everything else, you know, except the PGA tour. I'm a PGA tour guy. I get it, but you cannot say they're, they're at the top of their game. Right. Um, I mentioned earlier, you know, I, I watch all golf. I am a fan of, of some of the, what lives got going on. I'm definitely a fan of, of the players on live. Right. I watched, uh, during the, um, the uh, PGA, or excuse me, the um, AT&T, right? They had a bunch of weather-related issues, so it was easy to flip back and watch a bunch of the live uh, at Mayacopa, whatever, Mayacopa, whatever they call it out there. Gorgeous course, right? And, dude, I got sucked in, all right? I mean, Joaquin Neiman, uh, John Ron, Dustin Johnson, Bruce Kepka, Bryson DeChambeau, Graham McDowell, Cam Smith, Patrick Reed, Terrell Hatton. Phil Mickelson, Bubba Watson. So uh, I could go on and on, all right? I mean, I could probably name, you know, 35 of the top 45 golfers there. Now, and look, I'm 58 years old, so, you know, got a little bit of history on my side, time on my side. I'm on the back nine, you know, if you would. But um, I'd, read, I'd rather watch those guys than the up-and-comers that are on the tour. And by the way, speaking of up-and-comers, right, I keep hearing – and a bunch of, of industry people are saying, oh, you know, it's harder than ever to win on the PGA Tour. I'm thinking, what? That doesn't even make – just just say that out loud, and that doesn't make any sense. Even if you just take the fact that you took a bunch of live guys away from the tour and arguably uh, a bunch of the top 10, right, uh, how is that going to make it harder? If anything, that's going to make it easier, Right. You know, I I heard Hank Candy say something that was kind of a backhanded comment because yeah, it's so hard to win on the PGA Tour that an amateur just did it. Right? So I don't I don't know that I believe in that so much, right? Because you know that's just uh, the right time and place and, and lightning struck. You know, guy guy caught lightning in a bottle, right? But you get my point, right? There's no way this is the hardest time in a long time to win on the PGA Tour. Just the opposite. It's absolutely the easiest time to win on the PGA Tour. Um, I, I look, I, I I have a couple ideas, right? But I, I don't have that many, right? I, I think that they gotta shorten this the season. It's it's just too much. It's overexposed, right? I made a joke the other day that got the PGA tour is like Kevin Hart, right? Kevin Hart's from our area. Uh, I love Kevin Hart. I actually met Kevin Hart, regular guy, man. And uh, but dude, he's on everything, right? So I am Kevin Harted out right now. I think the PGA tour could take a lesson from that. The fatigue um on viewership is is high right now. All right. They got to get these players to play in more tournaments, right? On the PGA tour, you have to play an X amount of tournaments, but you can pick and choose what those tournaments are, right? On the live tournament, as an example, everyone has to play, right? And I get it, right? There's less tournaments, but it doesn't matter. If I'm a viewer, I want to see these people play, right? 
Um, the NBA has a similar challenge with this load management, if you would, where players sit out, right? And you, you know, you you have a, uh, the Lakers as an example come to your city, and uh, LeBron isn't playing, not because he's hurt, just because he's sitting out and load managing his schedule and his body or whatever. But meanwhile, you you paid a ton of money to see LeBron and the Lakers play your local team. All right, yeah, that's not a good fan experience, right? And the NBA is actually making a change; they're looking at that. The PGA needs to do something similar, right? You can't just have uh, a bunch of great golfers, right? Great by definition. They're the top echelon, top 1% of 1%ers, right, that are playing on the PGA Tour. But that's that's not just what everyone wants to see, all right? And and golf isn't, the, the tour is in trouble with respect to stars, right? I mean, if they lose one or two more stars, I, I'm telling you, man, they, they, it, it's a problem. Right. I don't know who else, you know, is, is going to go. I, I wish I did. Right. But um, clearly live is not done. They're, they're going to you know recruit some more players. So um, these elevated events that they have, I'm, I'll be interested to see a couple of those and how they they're, they they um, resonate, if you would, and how they pull them off. Um, is it better competition? Right. Are more stars in the mix, especially on Sunday? Um, who knows? Right. But in its current format. You know, I, I got to tell you, I had more fun watching the live and the LPGA recently than I did having uh, watched the PGA tournament. And that's all saying that's saying a shit ton. Right. Um, so they got to figure that out. And, and look, I, I'm a fan of golf. Like I said, a million times. I hope they do figure it out. I hope they take some some suggestions from from people that are way smarter than me. But um, it, it clearly can't just continue the way it is, right? It's a, it's an absolute snore watching some of these events, man, an absolute snore. And, um, yeah, it's got, it's got to stop. Right. And by the way, what, what's going to happen in the majors, right? The majors are going to be a reflection on the PGA tour. And if they're not going to let these live guys in, how competitive are the majors going to be? Right. I mean, right now they're, they're working it out and some of these guys have exemptions and I, I get all that. What about five years from now? What about three years from now? When some of those exemptions dry out, it's going to be a huge problem, right? A huge problem, right? If you have these guys that I just mentioned, you know, the Grayson Murrays, the Nick Dunlaps, the Chris Kirks um, on Sunday at the British Open um, and no stars, no star appeal, the ratings are going to tank. I mean, they are just going to tank because while people love golf, they love watching guys and girls that they know and, and they have. Um, something that they feel like maybe not necessarily in common, but they're that's their that's their person, that's their golfer, right? That's their guy, that's their girl. Uh, you don't have hardly any of that um, on the PGA Tour anymore, and it, and it's their own fault, right? But um, something's got to change. Uh, I'm hoping they figure it out. I think they're going to figure it out. Um, but yeah, I mean, for those of you that are saying, you know, sit, listen to this podcast, you're 20 minutes in, and you're like, oh. He's just a big live guy. That's not what I'm saying. All right. I, I am a live supporter. I enjoy live. I, but I, I preface that with, um, I, uh, I love all golf. Right. So, uh, I would like nothing more than to sit down in front of the television on a Saturday and Sunday and be totally absorbed into the AT&T at Pebble beach. Cause the players are so good. The golf is so good. The course is amazing with all the history that it is. And, um, and I can't move for five or six hours, man, but that's just not been the case. So, um, let's see what happens, right? Uh, lackluster to say the, uh, say the least we got another month in this quarter, right? 
Um, and then uh, we'll review it again uh, in the next couple of weeks. If you, actually, we'll review it probably at the end, getting towards the end of the second quarter. But so far, not so impressed, right? And um, look, that's, that's pretty much all I have. Hope you enjoyed the podcast. Um, thanks for tuning in. And please hit the follow button uh, wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, we're on all the, all the uh, platforms, if you would. And um, be sure to check out our site, imaginegolf.com. You can follow us on all the social media platforms, including YouTube. And as always, here's to getting you the game that you've always imagined.